0: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
1: Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. In the age of online retail, buying a car should be no different. That's why Carvana invented a brand new way to buy a car that's 100% online. Without leaving the comfort of your couch, you can browse and buy from their selection of almost 20,000 cars. And once you've made a purchase, your car comes to you, delivered right to your door. Or you can pick it up from one of their coin-operated car vending machines. All of Carvana's cars come with a 7-day return policy ensuring you get a car that fits perfectly with your life. Not happy? Exchange it or return it for a full refund. And with its dedication to customer service, it's why hundreds of thousands of customers have ditched the dealership and given Carvana 4.7 stars in customer satisfaction. So check out the nation's fastest-growing auto retailer at Carvana.com. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa.
2: Welcome back for another Collider exclusive interview. This is a very exciting one because I'm very excited about the stuff that you're working on right now. We're sitting with the CCO of Crypt TV, Kate Krantz. How you doing? Hi.
3: Hi, I'm good. Thank you for having me.
2: I'm happy to have you here because the stuff that you guys are doing over there is absolutely fascinating to me for a multitude of reasons. But also because the Collider audience knows that I'm mildly obsessed with uh, creepypasta storytelling. Mm. And you guys definitely have a big foot in that world. Yeah. So it thrills me to no end. But for anybody out there who doesn't know what Crypt TV is up to right now, can you give the, uh, the 101? The spiel. Yes, So please. we are
3: Marvel for monsters. We are building a massive original characters that can one day take the place of Frankenstein and Freddy. And we love creating these very iconic hypervisual characters that have staying power because they're emotionally resonant. And we're talking to a pretty young, skewing audience, um, and it's pretty evenly divided, female and male. But especially speaking to Gen Z, we want to have a positive impact, even though we're telling stories in the scary space. So we love... You know, doing that, whether it be on YouTube in shorts or creepypastas, like <laughs> you said, or TV or our series, The Birch with Facebook Watch. So in a multitude of different platforms, we love telling scary stories. You've given that pitch before, haven't A couple you? of times. <laughs> you
2: absolutely nailed it. Let's learn a little bit about you, though. I mean, what what is the, the play-by-play? What landed you at Crypt TV?
3: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, you know, from a young age, I loved stories, generally speaking. I loved all kinds of stories, and I knew I wanted to be a storyteller. So I came out to L.A. I went to UCLA. I didn't know anyone in Los Angeles, let alone the state of California, and everyone was telling me you had to know someone to get in. So I did the agency thing, um, which a lot of great stories a lot of horror stories one day we will have a character that represents Hmm. all of that but we're not ready for it quite (laughs) yet um and you know from there went to disney and at disney and live action production that's where i really understood how to build a franchisable character and learning how to dig into the archives of disney characters to reignite them and to make them relevant again and it was a really Interesting experience coming from that perspective, but I wanted something a little bit more tangible So I through a friend met Jack Davis who at the time had just met Eli Roth our co-founder And they had this idea to start short-form scary um, at the time there was no place to go If you were a part of that community and you wanted that kind of content especially mobile first scary content and that's that's how it all started
2: Oh, man. So many follow up questions. I guarantee (laughs) you, I only remember a fraction of them. But first, you bring up Disney and having worked over there. Are there any familiar brands that you kind of had your hands
3: in while you were there that we would know about? You know, I I was an assistant there for um, this woman who was an executive for a very long time. She was so smart in how she approached IP, especially with a female-first perspective and wanting to have that kind of positive impact for young women. I think sometimes you look at the Disney brand and there are some... um, negative connotations when it comes to the disney princess that now i think they're trying to course correct because the times are changing and to me she and that entire department felt very ahead of the time so i was there during the time of maleficent though i didn't work on maleficent directly um alice through the looking glass i Mm -hmm. got to kind of have an, an eye on as they were going through that process um but that place is an unbelievable machine. And we kind of lifted the heartbeat of how that process worked when we were putting together and curating the kind of content and the way that just internally the operations and creativity would flow at Crypt.
2: Okay, so one follow-up question taken care yeah. of. Another one, you mentioned Eli Roth, who mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of, and I believe there are some other individuals in the horror community that we might know of that are involved in Crypt TV as mm-hmm. well. So who else is involved, and what is it like working with so many people who are such heavyweights in genre filmmaking?
3: I, it's an unbelievable gift. I will say that you know I was an outsider coming into the genres specifically the horror and scary uh, kind of storytelling that Eli particularly does. And from Eli to some of our other investors at Blumhouse and the filmmakers we work with, I have to say that this community of fans and fan filmmakers are some of the most welcoming, collaborative, innovative, interesting people I have ever had the pleasure of of working with. So truly from the top down it has been a gift and you know there's there's never been a time where it was about anything other than the value of these characters and the passion behind the filmmaking that actually guided decision making. So that's been an incredible thing to get to be a part of.
2: Have you been to many horror film festivals yet because that's where you get like the whole community oh, in one we spot? We all of them.
3: <laughs> I actually I just went to a friend's um premiere uh Graham Dunman. He did greenlight for not a lot of money made an incredible horror feature and seeing all of those fans in one room and experiencing a premiere with people screaming at the screen with you. Like there's nothing like it. It's so much fun. It really
2: is special. Going back to uh, your younger years, what was the first uh, scary movie you ever watched?
3: Um, the one that I remember the most is Jeepers Creepers. Okay. Um, I watched it with my friend, Nikki Shulo, in the seventh grade. And I remember it horrified me so much because it was the first scary movie I watched during the day. And I didn't have the safety of, like, sunlight to protect me afterwards. And it, it haunted me for weeks afterwards, I was ruined. It was a horrific experience, but it was, it's like burned into my memory.
2: Someone else just answered that same question with Jeepers Creepers with me recently. And I'm surprised to hear it twice.
3: It was so upsetting for me.
2: So are you drawn to genre material now that you're working
3: with it so much? Well, absolutely. And I think that a big part of it is we're in this horror renaissance right now, and we have been for a minute from, you know, It Follows, The Witch, Us, Get Out. Like, there's social-first content that's really prioritizing characters that allow us to talk about issues that otherwise feel taboo. And that is such a part of our culture right now. Like it's no more a niche genre, it is a part of our identity. And that's the beauty of getting to create these characters on mobile-first platforms the way that we do. We're talking to young people who are coming of age and it really is infiltrating the way that they think of themselves and see the world. And we have a way to do that that's hopefully positive and can bring the world closer together.
2: I was reading a lot about your company to kind of prep for this and one of the uh, the terms that I kept finding was you know it's content for for folks with a shorter attention span and I feel mm-hmm. like that kind of idea could come with a negative connotation mm-hmm. but when you make the most of that which I think is what you guys are doing it's you know it's creating a different type of storytelling format we don 't see enough short form horror out there it's like I dream of the day where we get more horror anthologies on the big screen so mm-hmm. what is it about about that kind of short-form content, content for folks who only want little bite-sized stories at a time that you think really kind of serves storytelling overall?
3: Yeah, I'm. you know, it comes down to a few different things. The first is we are looking to what the audience wants first, and we understand their habits. We know what these young people who are watching Crypt TV every single day what they want in their life and in their stories. So we cater to that first and foremost. Um, But, you know, there's content is evolving so much like what is a tv series anymore how would you define that we do tv we have a couple tv series that we'll be announcing the coming year we've done long form expansions of our short form ip i mean if you look at the birch that was a couple minutes and from that source material where the monster showed her face for less than 10 seconds People all over the world send us pictures of that character tattooed on their body. It means something to them. That character
2: look is absolutely incredible. Thank you. (laughs)
3: I agree. That's the amazing Cliff Wallace helped design that. And he was a producer on the long form series with us. But that to me just shows the power of authentic storytelling in a way that it even can supersede genre. It's a fantastic, beautiful parable for bullying that is in the framework of scary so it is amplified it's not because it's scary that it works
2: how do you find the creators in order to make you know things like the birch or maybe some of these other uh stories that fit in the the monster are building
3: you know that it's a million different ways i think a lot of people ask thinking that we have like the secret formula and how we find formula people. or rolodex yeah, whatever you want to call it truthfully like i said earlier we started because one person would tell another because the Filmmaking community in the scary space is so collaborative and such a family that the door was open and everyone would just bring their friends. So that mm. was the foundation. And I think now we have people at all different levels that we get to work with. I mean, we had Amy Wang, who is currently writing on a Netflix show. She was our director of a few of the episodes of The Birch, and she came through a general after I had read her um, her feature spec and saw one of her shorts that was dealing with a very complicated subject matter and she managed to humanize the character Um, we have other people like Gigi Guerrero who's gone on to have such an incredible career you know there's a wealth of different ways that we can find talent but truly it's just about creating a connection with filmmakers who have shared values and want to have a similar impact on the community as we do at Crip.
2: At what point did you guys know that you had a winning platform and idea? Because like you start one thing with the best intentions in the world, but I feel like that leap from like we're doing it to like we're here and this is a company now is a completely different thing.
3: You know, I think we're always reaching for more. I don't, there's no there for us. We will always be aspiring to be bigger, to have more of an impact. We want Crypt to be ubiquitous. We want everyone all over the world to know this Um, brand to know this logo and to understand what our content is about but I think for us we went into this with the idea that there was there was no plan b this was going to work and we deeply and profoundly believed in our mission statement to create culture changing monsters that bring the world closer together and it is completely because of the collaboration of Every single person that has passed through crypt stores, whether it be from our investors to our co-founders, to the filmmakers, to our editors, that is why that we've we've gotten to the place that we have.
2: Am I allowed to ask you to play favorites? Who's your favorite uh, crypt
3: monster? Oh my gosh, (laughs) you know, I don't know if I have a standalone favorite, but... Because I lived with the Birch so closely for the past year and a half making that show, I would definitely put her front and center. Um, The Looksee is another one that is just such a stellar creation. Um, He will kill you if you can't release this emotional baggage that you have. He'll literally take a piece. And that series is very special in that multiple episodes, multiple seasons, dialogue-free... And the scares and the backstory and mythology still come through. So that's a huge testament to the filmmaker and Stomer on that is just amazing. You
2: guys got a very special way with thumbnails on yeah, YouTube. We it's do. like when you get a good thumbnail we, that before you even em- embrace like the full story yeah. is ingrained in your mind, you got something. We have
3: a whole team for that. So I'll have to tell <laughs> applause he said, so. to them. Yeah. And,
2: and big applause to all of you guys because like I said earlier, this kind of storytelling and these kinds of opportunities really excites me and the fact that you've got this wealth of material that horror lovers can jump into on youtube on facebook Mm -hmm. watch and I assume you guys are are going above and beyond in 2020 and beyond. So it is very exciting for you guys. Huge congratulations on everything. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you
3: for having me. Big
2: thank you to all of you out there for watching this interview. Do not leave without liking and sharing it. And go check out some Crypt TV on YouTube and beyond. Enjoy, and we'll see you soon.
3: Shop Black Friday week deals Sunday through Friday at Kohl's. Plus, get $15 Kohl's cash for every $50 spent and take an extra 15% off. Get the big one throws, eight forty nine. dollars Toastmaster small appliances are just $2.14 after rebate. And Fitbit Versa 2 is $129.99. Plus, take 30% off Lego, 70% off fine jewelry, and save on boots for her, $16.99. Plus, get fast and free store pickup. Shop Black Friday week deals at Kohl's and Kohl's.com. Select styles. Offers valid November 22nd through the 27th. 15% off with promo code ENJOY15. Lego and Fitbit offers and coupons do not apply. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for
0: details.